1: Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast, your host, your truly Kicking Life Guru Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder than life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kicking life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. woo Kicking Lifers out there, how are we doing? Are you buckled up, you saddled up, ready to rock this thing out? Well, happy day to you. I've got two very special guests in the studio today. They're here. They're ready to rock your world as well. And they're my best buddy, Austin, my oldest son, and my youngest How's it going, son. going, everybody? There he is. You heard his voice. <laughs> and then there's Emmett over there. Emmett, how we doing, buddy? Good. good. Good? Just good? Awesome. Awesome. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. Well, they're in uh, in studio here today, and they're going to share a couple of their re- most recent successes with us, all through hard work, battle preparation, and then perseverance, all the things we always talk about, not giving up. Which kind of brings me to our quote of the day from our friends at Become the Lion. If you haven't checked these guys out, make sure you do so. It's hashtag become the lion. And they got a great book out called The Daily Lion, which we reference often. And have spoke with the owner a couple times, and we're going to have him on a future podcast, which is absolutely awesome. Well, today's quote is, you did not wake up today just to be average. And I'm going to add a little to that. Hopefully, you don't wake up any day just to be average. You know, you wake up, you're like, you know what, today's a good day just to be average. Austin, you ever wake up like that? Absolutely not. <laughs> Emma, how about you?
0: Um, no, I don't think so.
1: You don't think so? You're unsure what's going on here? I, I got you, buddy. Not really. What that means is you just wake up and you're going to say, "You know what? Today's just an okay to do. Yeah, you know what? My less than best, just to kind of be okay, not to strive to be better than I was yesterday." Do you wake up like that?
0: Um, no.
1: No. You wake up every day, you want to be your very what? Best. Are you sure? Yep. Your absolute very best. Okay. All right. There you go. Words from an eight-year-old. Austin, being a teenager sometimes, uh, a lot of teenager mindset is average is just good enough, right? For other teenagers, maybe. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> right hook of reality right out of the gate <laughs> here. That's funny. No, that's true. And, and you know what? People ask all the time, how do you stay so motivated? How do you stay so energetic and upbeat? Well, the truth is, it's tough. It really is. There's days I wake up, I'm a human being. I'm not a robot. So I have to program what I want, and it can be a little tough some days. Some days like uh, what was yesterday, I was seriously dragging some serious bootay, dragging some butt there. Hard to get going, hard to get motivated, but did what I do every morning, kind of look at my motivational apps, input positivity, and before you know it, starting to (coughs) chug along, chug along, chug along, and the day got better and better and better. Now, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing bad that was happening. It was just, you know, kind of a blad day. We all have those, but you make the choice. You're going to have a blad day all day, or are you going to make the choice conscious effort to input positivity to make that day better? Because as we know, once the day's gone, it's gone forever. We can never get it back again. Now, we can always, and I hear people talk all the time, and I try and mention this, we can always make more money. Now, I know, there's when it comes time to pay bills, I'm one of those, gosh darn, I need more money to pay these bills. It seems to never be enough. However, I can always make more, but I can't make more time. That's it. Once it's gone, it's gone. And that's why I talk all the time, and I'm so very grateful and thankful that you take time out of your busy day to listen to what we have to say. Listen to the Kickin' Life show. My goal, I do as much research as I can in the background, reading books, checking out uh, blogs and videos and positive and inspirational input, all the good stuff, so I can bring you the best content, because I know how sacred your time is, and I want to motivate and inspire you and empower you to be your very best. Okay, so back to the quote. Do you wake up today just to be average? No, you don't wake up today just to be average. You may wake up feeling average, but you can make the change. All right, moving on to the boys here. So we've had some pretty awesome successes these last uh, few days for the boys. Austin, we'll start off with you, buddy. You're a senior this year. Unbelievable. Can you believe you're a senior? uh yes <laughs> you can believe that you're a senior <laughs> i don't know how to answer that question <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, well, uh yeah i guess i'm 17 years old come on dude so it's unbelievable the senior year i mean we're what um uh, almost a whole semester not semester a quarter into the thing moving right along isn't it
2: it is it's going pretty quick only three more quarters and then i'm out forever so that's out forever
1: <clears throat> Okay. Well, and Austin, uh, share with us what uh, you and uh, a few of your, your boys there uh, just did something pretty awesome at school. Uh, well, well, you know what? I'm going to let you tell the story. What happened? What did you guys do?
2: Sounds good to me. So uh, we won the high school dodgeball tournament. Uh ton of fun, me and five of my buddies. Um, the Hazardous Hillbillies was our... Team
1: name. Whoa, and whoa. What was the team name? The Hazardous Hillbillies. There you go. I like that. Hazardous <laughs> Hillbillies. What do you think uh, of that name, Emmett?
0: Um, Funny.
1: Is it funny? Do you like that <laughs> name? Yep. Awesome. Okay, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, we uh, there was a lot of teams in
2: the tournament and played a lot of games, and we won the whole thing, and the team won uh, $500, so each of us got a uh, 100 bucks, and whoa, 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 whoa. it was- Wait
1: a minute. You, you, you won 500 bucks for playing dodgeball? Yes, winning. Was this ball. the dodgeball Vegas Open? I mean, is this the dodgeball tournament? That was fifty grand, <laughs> wasn't it? Emma, you like that movie, Dodgeball?
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> yes, yes, I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> five hundred bucks for a high school dodgeball game. Nice. That's pretty good. So I would agree. I didn't. I didn't expect it. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> know we were getting that much money. <laughs> well, that's always a nice surprise. How many teams were in the uh, tournament? I think eighteen or more. 18 or more. All right, well, good. And you had a single elimination, so you yes. uh, well, you lost, you're done, huh? Yes, we did not lose. You did not lose, took it all the way to the top. And the finals, tell us about the finals. It was, uh, you mentioned it came down to, obviously, you and another team, but it was, uh, uh, I guess, you and another guy on your team against one other guy, and you got the final, I guess, kill shot, if you will. I did. It was a ton of fun. I, uh,
2: well, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but on the, in the last game I got a uh, three of the five players out and then um it, it was so amazing hitting the last person uh i, I hit him and then i kind of just stood there like you know did we really just win this thing and then everybody started running towards me jumping like screaming yeah we won!" you know it was, it was just awesome and then it, it was really fun and big celebration
1: and nice yeah, almost fun. like winning the world series or the stanley cup huh the final out final <laughs> shot yeah baby good stuff and 500 bucks. And uh, you you're not being uh, cocky or arrogant there. I mean, you're excited. You worked hard and you battled and you didn't give up and you persevered. That's excellent. So tell us uh, tell our listeners the next day uh, what you got to do against the teachers. So the next day, yesterday, um,
2: we at the assembly at the school, uh, the homecoming assembly cuz homecoming
1: is Saturday, um, was was the whole school there at this the assembly? The
2: whole school was there, yes.
1: And the we're talking school. what almost 4000 kids, right? Goodness gracious, probably. <laughs> yeah, It's, it's high school's huge, so close to 4,000 kids all crammed in to the uh, gymnasium there.
2: Yes, and then uh, my Dodgeball team got to play against the teachers, and we wiped the floor with them, so it was pretty fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's always fun to beat the teachers, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just proud of the teachers for having the uh, courage and confidence to play there and uh, get out there against the... Uh, what was your name? Your team's name again? The hazardous hillbillies. The hazardous hillbillies. Nice, good stuff. All right, M. Dog, how we doing over there, buddy? Awesome. Awesome. And you had uh, a pretty outstanding day yesterday as well. You know, tell the audience what you did yesterday? You went with Dad, and what did we do?
0: Well, uh, we went to an assembly, and well, I broke three boards, one in each grade, and what was woodland.
1: Yeah, very good, buddy. It was Woodland Elementary School, third, fourth, and fifth grade, and we went and did a bully uh, bully awareness, kind of bully-proofing assembly on inspiring kids to believe in themselves, empowering them with the courage and confidence to uh, stand up to bullying and to help each other, you know, the choice of being a hero or being a bully. And that was a, it was a great assembly. We actually did grade levels, so we had all third grade, all fourth grade, all fifth grade. And my man Emmett over there, the big eight-year-old, we had him come out on stage in his martial arts uniform and break a few boards and talk about the belief in himself to stand up in front of, you know, there's almost 600 kids in this school, so about 200 per grade level, and he's out there in the gymnasium floor in front of all these kids, and he came up and broke a few boards. He did a kick with one, uh, one of the grade levels, and then the other two, he actually took a board, good. which a pretty good-sized board there, and smashed it over his knee. So we kinda of pumped up the audience there and said, Hey, you think he can do it? And they're like, Oh, I don't know, it was a pretty tough board and yeah. this and that. And Emmett, tell us what you did. You rocked the house with it, didn't you, buddy?
0: hmm Yes. Someone when um you asked, can he break the board smashing it over his knee? I said, nah.
1: A couple of kids <laughs> didn't think you could do it, did did they? Mm-hmm. they, no. didn't. they and didn't. you did it, man. Your technique was awesome. You had a great stance, great power, great focus. Thank and you, you had great success. You did it loud, super loud. Key op. And that's you, a karate guys. yell. Nice job, buddy. So were you a little? You. N- were you a little nervous?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: A little bit. So tell our listeners what you did to block out the nervousness and block out the fear.
0: Well, I just went ahead and did it. I just battled through and well, overcome, succeed.
1: That's awesome, buddy. Uh, he battled through. He overcame. He succeeded. That's excellent. We've got that on some of our T-shirts, don't we? <laughs> we do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. But no, that's <laughs> excellent. That's words from an eight-year-old. What did he say? He said, you know what? I just did it. That's awesome, bud, because what the fear, everybody has fear. Everybody has self-doubt. It's those that can overcome that fear, overcome that self-doubt, and just, like Emmett said, just do it. Did Nike have a thing like that before? Yeah, I think they did.
0: Oh, they still do. Oh, Nike they. still
1: does, Emmett. Awesome, buddy. But now, uh, listeners and folks out there, listen to this. Think about this. If Nike's slogan was "eh, just try," would that be very powerful, Emmett? What do you think? If you um, said "eh, just try,"
0: now, if you think you're just gonna try, you probably won't do it. If you're, you say you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it.
1: Man. Eight years old, folks. Listen to this kid over here. Awesome sauce, Emmett. Good job, buddy. But he's you. exactly right. And we talk about that at the academy all the time. If you have yeah, the mentality and the mindset, well, I'm going to try. Well, try gives you an out, gives you an escape route, meaning, well, at least I tried. But if you say, I'm going to do this thing, I'm doing this. You are committed, you are determined, and you're going to do it. And no matter how many setbacks, no how many failures, how many times you get knocked down, if you're committed to do it, you're going to battle through. You're going to, as Emmett just said, battle, overcome, and then succeed. You're going to battle through, and that's that mindset of, I'm just doing this thing. It doesn't mean you're going to get it on the first try. Emmett, when breaking boards, have you always broke on the first try? No. No? <coughs> so, But no. Um, hey, did you give up? No. Did you keep battling through? Yep. Emmett, short answer's on me here. Good stuff. <laughs> hey, after you missed, like, misfired on the first attempt, were you pretty nervous?
0: Well, yes, obviously. Most people would be nervous, but how to get over it is just do it, as I said earlier.
1: Well, there we go. Emmett's back at it. Just do it, as he said earlier. Awesome. Well, good stuff. We'll shift the attention back over here to Austin, and we've got another big surprise Emmett's going to share with us a little later in the show about another recent success he had at a new uh, sport, new skill he's taken up. But back to Austin, we're, since we're talking about board breaking, we're talking about battling through, overcoming, and never giving up, which is kind of the message of the show, you know, to live your best kick in life. When life kicks your butt, as it often does and often will, you got to battle through, get back up, and fight through it. So, Austin, uh, about board breaking, have you ever had any missed opportunities or missed attempts? or? Of course, of course. Of course. And I don't like to say failed attempts because you only fail when you finally give up and quit. You know, everybody has setbacks and uh, uh, attempts that aren't successful, but we've never actually failed until we, you know what, I can't do this. I'm done. That's when you've failed. But if you're still moving along, if you're still battling, if you're still getting back up and saying one more round, one more time, then you haven't failed yet. You have not failed yet because you're not done. And nobody's failed until... Well, like I said, you quit or you die. <laughs> and then you're done, right? <laughs> whatever you've accomplished, you you're you're done. Okay. Also, um do you have any recent stories about some unsuccessful attempts at board breaking? I do. Um trying to think of how to put this to
2: where some of our listeners understand cuz no one knows what a low spinning wheel kick is, but a low spinning wheel kick. <laughs> but anyway, I uh basically a spinning leg straight kick basically on your knee um and then i tried to do that and then have a jump spinning wheel kick and i it it took me forever to finally break those two but i mean it happened so that was good and then um another one a jump spinning back kick basically just jump up in the air turn and then uh fire leg out and kick it and i tried it with uh three boards recently and i've never done that before and took me a few attempts but uh, it was such a great feeling when i finally blasted through it and and
1: got it. Awesome. Well, and, and listeners, like we just just, just said, it, things don't always happen the first time. But what that teaches you is that perseverance uh, to battle through and to not give up. Because we are uh, awesome. Well, you know, let me ask a question to you. You know, lo- share with the listeners. I think they already know, but you've kind of can condition this your whole life, and now you're 17 years old, and you're starting to see it play out a little bit. What's my feelings on the everybody gets a trophy thing?
2: well i feel like a lot of the (laughs) listeners could answer this question too um not i i i can't stand it and i know you can't stand it either it's just not not fair at all um like to the people that actually work hard and and do their best and try their best not try their best do their best um uh, and succeed and should should earn the trophy um uh the people that don't uh practice and
1: that's kind of hard to explain i get that yeah hey how do you feel about that
0: um i think it's just spoiling the kids saying like they'll get anything they want like if they don't (laughs) do their best they'll get it anyway wow how it feels for me
1: yeah so if you work your butt off and you put forth all the uh, extra effort you practice you give everything you got every single class and then another child comes along and doesn't do their best at all but you both get your belt how would that make you feel
0: Um, I honestly have no idea.
1: You have no idea? Would it make you happy or sad or a little frustrated?
0: It would make me kind of frustrated. Yeah. Because, well, whoever the kid was, just we'll say that, um, didn't try their best. They just went in, did whatever the um, test was, and they passed anyway, even though they didn't practice.
1: Bare minimum. Well, and the thing about that, uh, I'm going to turn it over to Austin in just a sec here. And listeners at home, I think you know well, what my mindset is. We're going to set these kids up for success. Um, we're going to do absolutely everything we can to help them succeed and help them be their absolute very best, but they are the ones that are actually going to have to perform the techniques. They're the ones that are going to have to find that courage and confidence within, inside themselves to do it because and the very reason for that is, I can't be with them on the playground. When some bully comes up and offers them a knuckle sandwich, Is going to punch them out. Or if a stranger comes up and tries to abduct them, I can't be with them then. But what can be with them is the message we've instilled in them about battling through, never giving up, believing in yourself, and always doing your best. That's what carries them through, and that's why we make them earn their belts. Now, you got some kids that are extremely talented and other kids that aren't, and that's okay. I don't care about talent. I don't care about athletic ability. All I care about is attitude and effort. And the kids you put forth, you know, we could have a kid that's a total superstar, but his attitude and effort aren't there. Well, then he's not going to get his belt. And he know he shouldn't simply because I'm setting him up for failure later in life when somebody challenges him. And that's our whole mindset on that. So, yeah, this, it got a little out of control with this. Everybody gets a trophy thing. And statistics now show that that's one of the worst things that can be done. Kids that know they didn't earn it but get it anyway feel even worse. Kids that work their butt off and get the same trophy as the kids that didn't do anything, develop the mindset of why even bother, why even try, so you're killing both sides of it. So That's kind of our philosophy or our mindset on that. We're going to set these kids up for absolute 100% best success, but they have to do it simply because we realize how rough and tough life is going to be, and sooner or later, you're going to pay the price for it. And I want you to be have the tools, the courage, the confidence, the belief in yourself to be able to do it when that time comes. Also, what do you have to say about that? Well, um, I had to say what you just said.
2: Um, <laughs> Maybe you the, can say it better than I did. <laughs> stole the words <laughs> out of my mouth. All right, um, Emmett, if I could ask you a question, bud. So the kid that didn't put forth his best effort or didn't practice and didn't try his best um, and got his belt compared to you that did practice hard and try your best and got the same belt, same trophy, would you try the same amount or would you practice the same amount as you did, practice as hard for your next belt, knowing that you could just get it without even trying.
0: I would, even if that kid didn't try and I knew, like, after he got the same trophy as I did, I would still practice my best so I can get better and better at it. But it's, well, it's not the. Well, I don't know what I'm trying to say.
2: Well, one in a million there because I I feel like definitely most people, knowing if they could get it easier, wouldn't do it. And then, uh, like you said there, sir, um, it's not as good as a feeling. When you receive the trophy or receive the belt, if you didn't practice and didn't try your best and put forth your best effort, it's just like, oh, well, there's a belt. You
1: you didn't really earn it and you know that uh, inside. Well said, boys. Well said. And Emmett, you've been conditioned to always do your absolute very best because you're not in competition with anyone else. The only person you're in competition is with who? Yourself. Yeah. 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 Yourself. Only person you're in competition with. To be a better person today than you were yesterday. That's kind of a little prayer I say every single day. God, please help me be a better person today than I was yesterday. Be a better father, a better husband, a better mentor, better speaker, better author, better entrepreneur, and overall better person to help the world become a better place. That's kind of my vision, my goal, my purpose, my why. That's why I do the podcast here. That's why I go to the schools and do the assemblies, completely free of charge for the schools because I want to inspire these kids and empower these kids to believe in themselves, to stand up to bullying, to have the courage and confidence to stand out in the crowd. And Emmett, what are our three big things, manners, discipline, and? Respect. Yeah, baby. That respect is so huge. and That respect is all about self-respect first and foremost. Because if you don't respect yourself, it's almost and nearly impossible. I don't want to say it is impossible. If you don't have self-respect, it's, it's hard as heck or impossible to respect somebody else because it's hard to respect somebody when you don't even know what respect is for yourself. Also along that same line, when you have a tremendous amount of self-respect, you don't allow somebody else to disrespect you. And that's where it comes in as far as standing up to bully and the belief in yourself and I believe in me, all those strong positives that we continue to talk about. Well, good stuff, boys. Uh, moving right along, Emmett, you've got something else you want to talk about. What happened uh, earlier in this week? You, you kind of um. started a new new sport, new skill. We'll tell the, the listeners, almost said viewers, but they can't see it. They see us on our Facebook well. Live post, mm-hmm. but they can't see us here on the podcast. But they can hear your voice. So tell us what new uh, skill activity you just took up and what, what the success was just recently.
0: Well... I just signed up. Since I'm homeschool, I do archery every Tuesday from three to five o'clock. And um, the first, the first time, was just like practicing. The next week, we started a competition. Um, I think we got wristbands. Or wait, no, that was the third week. But that was the we didn't have a trophy that time. The next time, we um, got. Wristbands and whoever won, like whoever got um, enough points, we were shooting fake animals with targets on them. Whoever got the most points um, would get fifteen dollars. And then this um, past week, um, I
1: well, Emmett, share with the listeners. Uh, uh, you're in there, and you've got a and Emmett's eight years old. You've got a kid in there that's tw- 12. twelve years I'm old. All twelve. Uh, they're, they're all 12 except for you. Okay, awesome. And uh, you just started this, and you, you liked archery. You got a bow and arrow for uh, oh. from Christmas there, from Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And, and then you saved up your money and bought a, a much, much nicer one, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Last week, I think.
1: Awesome. And Emmett's been kind of helping me with the archer. Now I had uh, your old traditional bow. I'm talking about... Your your bow with one string. <laughs> That's all I remember ever using. <laughs> and uh, now we've got the compound bows, and he's got this. What's this thing you put on your your?
0: Oh, it's called the kisser button. So there's also this trigger that you hook up to your wrist. You um, it's like a tr- like you. It's actually like a trigger for a gun. You clip it on. You clip it on. Then well, you pull it back, but. The kisser button is like green thing that you put on the corner of your mouth. Whichever arm you're pull- well, whichever side you're pur- pulling on, then you pull back the trigger. It fires, and also a few weeks ago, I bought new arrows. And, well, and back to Emmett's
1: going. been, uh, And we'll get to the thing in a minute. I just want to interject here. Uh, he's been working really hard. He saved up his own money and paid for half the bow. And we paid for the other half because of how hard he'd been working. But he used his own money. Therefore, he gets a sense of uh, appreciation and responsibility there. He knows how hard he worked for his money. And then he spent that for something he really liked. But, uh, yeah, these compound bows and those uh, out there that use them, you know what I'm talking about. This is all new to me. And they've got a, uh, like Nimitz said, a little trigger thing. For consistency and uh, accuracy, I'm back to the old, like I said, my old bow was one string, and you held it in your fingers, you, your, you, you looped your index finger over the top of it, all those good things. But now it's, That's wow, the accuracy. Anyway, Emmett had been finishing second, which was really good considering the short amount of time he'd been in there, but he'd been practicing and working his butt off, um, finishing second every time against the 12-year-olds. And this past week, tell us what happened, baby.
0: Um, The kid that you, well, First of all, I got four bullseyes on it, but that's really not the biggest part of it. That's um, a pretty big
1: part, isn't it? Four bullseyes. (laughs) Wow.
0: But um, I won the $20 that they gave me. Um, I got 188 points. The kid that usually won got 187 points, so we got literally so close. It could have been a tie, But
1: you you kept battling all that practice and hard work paid off, didn't it, buddy? Yep. Absolutely, it did. And that's from all those times going out and practicing at home against the targets, moving around different distances, and just good old-fashioned hard work. And that paid off. You beat a 12-year-old by one point. That's excellent. And you won the uh, $20 prize. So the boys here... I think um, I'm going to start charging them rent. Emmett just won 20 bucks. Austin just won, well, his team won 500 That was 100 bucks, right, for your dodgeball tournament. Yes, I won $100. Good. For and playing dodgeball. For play, yeah. Uh, yes, I won $100 for playing dodgeball. That's, that's what happened here. Good stuff. Yeah, Emmett? Um, oh, Emmett's going to chime in again. Go ahead, buddy.
0: Yeah, and um, what I spent the money that I won that day on, I was either going to save it up and buy something the next week, or buy a new bone arrow bag that could hold all my stuff. Um, next week, or th- like today. Um, but I just decided to buy it then. Luckily, the um, bone arrow case—it can fit all my stuff: the arrow case, the bone arrow. So. So if
1: everything fits in the case, huh?
0: Yeah, if I lose one thing, I lose them all. Oh.
1: <laughs> that's, that's all all your eggs said. in one basket, so to speak, but That's what the coach That's said. what the coach okay. said, so we got to be responsible, but also all you got to do is be responsible for one thing now, too. So it's a little bit easier than having to track down 10 different things. But yeah, if you lose one, you lose it all, but we're not going to lose that one thing cuz you're a responsible young man, and I'm very, very proud of you, buddy. Thank Excellent you. job. So Austin, you're, you're 100 bucks uh uh we talk about responsibility and talk about uh Oh, I guess taking ownership of things. Let the listeners know what you spent your hundred bucks on your your hard-earned one hundred dollars from playing dodgeball, which was hard work. Sounds like fun. What'd you spend your money on? I got a battery for my car. <laughs> <laughs> so we're teaching him a little responsibility about. Hey, he's he's got a Mustang, which is a nice car, but um, it's it's his car. He's making payments on paying his insurance and all those things. Obviously, he pays for his gas too. It, which is probably the most expensive, you know, driving girls around and friends around and everything else. Oh, yeah. But uh, the battery went out. So showed him how to replace a battery and let him know, uh, well, just the cost of things. And, yeah, I wanted to help him out a little bit. And truth be told, we did help him out a little bit. But for the most part, trying to teach him that sense of responsibility. So he had that 100 bucks feeling good, and then poof, he needed a new battery. So it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it happens. There you go. That's a good attitude to have. So, anyway, as we move forward, uh, listeners, I teased you last week a little bit about the speeches I give at the assemblies, the bullying awareness assemblies, bully proofing, if you will, helping these kids, inspiring them, empowering them, everything we talk about at the academy. Now, this month, October, there's all kinds of great things going on. Breast cancer awareness is going on. We've got the domestic violence month going on. And that's just bringing awareness to that is a serious issue, just like breast cancer. Also, it's bully awareness month, bringing awareness to bullying's going on. Now, I often hear people talk all the time, and they run little ads and campaigns saying, we're going to stop bullying, we're going to stop bullying. Now, I guess in theory that sounds outstanding. We would love to, but it's not very practical. The reality is not there. And I know some of you are saying, whoa, wait, whoa, I thought you said you go around and teach all these bullying, proofing, bullying awareness, and I do. But here's the thing, we need to get our heads around. Bullying has been around since Cain and Abel, right? The beginning of time. The first two boys on the planet were bullying each other, and obviously one ends up killing the other one. Cain ends up killing Abel there, but uh, bullying's been around. It will always be around. There's nothing we can do about that. But what we can do and what we need to collectively do together is empower these kids and adults, because there's just as many adults being bullied today, uh, even more so on social media, than any time before. But what we can do and what our mission, our purpose, and what I'm doing, what uh, Austin and Emmett are doing at the academy, everything we're trying to do by this big outreach is empower these kids and adults, all kids and adults, to believe in themselves, develop that courage and confidence to stand up to bullying, stand up for themselves. And that's the huge thing. And that develops that self-confidence and that self-respect. Unfortunately, like I said, and I'm going to continue on this point, we're never going to stop it. So... Yeah, we, we, we could maybe put a dent in it, but it's always going to be there. It always has and always will be. But what we can do is empower these kids and adults to believe in themselves, to stand up to bullying, to stand up for themselves and develop that self-respect and self-confidence. So, Austin, uh, all month long we're, we're talking about, during our Matt Chats at the studio, bullying. This uh, this week, you remember what we're talking about? Tiger Eyes. Tiger Eyes. What the heck is Tiger Eyes? Maybe Emmett can tell us what so, Tiger Eyes well, are. Well, Emmett, right. what are Tiger Eyes? tiger eyes
0: um icons. could it be eye contact like
1: well that's exactly what it is i know it's hard to explain and you're giving us the tiger eyes right now but unfortunately people can't see what you're doing (laughs) austin i see what you're doing but uh with the the listeners can't see but yeah that's exactly what you're doing is exactly right that's a tough one to explain on the air maybe austin i'll turn it over to you absolutely
2: so um all the instructors i like how we take our own kind of route on it and we all have the same general you know idea and we all say the same thing to begin with and then we take our around so your own personal uh, stories
1: yes thank you that's what i meant. that's what makes our mat chats what we do in the middle of every class so real i tell the instructors here's what we're going to talk about we role play do some examples but i say i want you to share your own personal stories and how that is so much more powerful because it's you it's your story so go ahead buddy so tiger eyes, uh, when we talk to the little tigers, the four through six-year-olds,
2: um, basically talk to them just about uh, eye contact. Um, so when talking to an adult or anybody, um, asking when someone's asking a question, make eye contact with them. Um, also, if you're being uh, bullied or someone's picking on you or being mean, um, sure, on the inside, you can be, like, peeing your pants, scared to death. But on the outside, uh, stone Ooh, okay. face, uh, tiger eyes, you know, looking them in the eye, Um Uh, Acting, you know, you're not scared at all Stone face, right? Uh, What is it? Soft soft on the inside, hard on the outside
1: Yeah, a little Korean term, Neku-way-you
2: neku Yeah, that's it, good job, buddy And then, uh, well, this is kind of, sort of tigress. If there's like a bunch of people, like, say, eight on one uh, I told the, make them think that you're the craziest person ever (laughs) alive, ever invented So they don't mess with you Like just go insane, so they're like, oh my gosh, I gotta get away from this dude. You don't say this to the Tigers, do you? No, 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 that's the
1: Tigers. You're worrying me to death here, what the (laughs) heck? Now you say to the older kids, and that's yes. exactly it. Uh, <laughs> that, that belief and confidence in yourself with the eye contact. And the Tiger Eyes, Emmett and Austin did a great job of explaining it. Emmett's doing a good job still in studio here showing us Tiger Eyes. <laughs> we'll get a visual, everybody. Uh, use your imagination. Tiger Eyes are just like it sounds. Your eyes are wide open, and you're showing focus. You're showing – that's it, Emmett the determination and you're just showing you're not scared. And Austin alluded to it, and is exactly right, something we talk about. On the inside you might be scared to death. You might even be peeing your pants. But on the outside you project confidence. You project positivity. You project self-confidence, self-esteem that nothing is gonna get past this armor. Now when the conflict is over You've successfully defended yourself, and hopefully it hasn't gotten physical. You can do it with your eyes and your voice. Uh, we call it tiger eyes and a lion voice. You roar, don't talk to me like that. Don't touch me. And you got the eyes going. After the conflict is over, if you need to go pee your pants, go ahead and do so. But obviously in kind of the, the battle there, you're locked in with those tiger eyes, and you're showing how confident you are. And that's such a huge, huge part of it because – in. Uh, Sometimes we say bullies and this and that. He's a bully, she's a bully. Well, that's pretty much name-calling. And it's more of a behavior than it is a person. And if we can think of it that way, we're trying to change a behavior. But the person is essentially has to change themselves. They have to change the behavior. But we can't allow them to change us and make us feel inferior. That's why it's so huge. But as I mentioned, this is a, this is a huge month for a lot of different things. You know, the NFL always talks, they, everybody wears pink, and uh, so much support goes to breast cancer awareness, which is absolutely incredible. Matter of fact, for years upon years, we used to sell pink belts during the month, and 100% of it would go to the Susan B. Cohen Fund for Breast Cancer Awareness. And that's still gr- uh, hugely important. But the last few, last few years, what we've done is, in September, which is uh, Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, or Childhood Child Cancer, <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm tongue-tied here, I'm sorry. It's uh, Awareness for Child Cancer. Well, I didn't say that very well, today. <laughs> Goodness gracious. The rest of it was uh, amazingly so. Okay, Made thank you very it. much, buddy. See, so yeah, I said amazing Oh, look at now. these guys. I think that's we've cool. got a thing in our town called Paint the Town Gold, which is an event to raise awareness for childhood cancer research there. And so the last few years we've dedicated as much as we can into that in September and a reason for that is yeah, kids we're most of our clientele base is kids but also I'm ashamed to say up until about 2 years ago I had no idea that September painted or gold was for childhood cancer research. I, I I was you know October everybody knows breast cancer awareness which is hugely important but you know <laughs> with kids here September is also very, very important. So that's what we've kind of made a little change. And then in October, we still give a shout out, obviously, as I am right now for uh, breast cancer awareness. But our biggest shift now is kind of spread more awareness for things that often get overlooked, which is the Bully Awareness Month and also Domestic Violence Month. So we're putting as much time as we can on that. As a matter of fact, and I'm it on the air here, we've got uh, a couple self-defense classes coming up. Our state representative, Katie Stewart, is uh, we've coordinated with her, so we're going to do a couple free self-defense classes for uh, not only people in uh, our our little area here, but in the Madison County area. So hopefully we'll attract a few other people and just spread the awareness, once again, on domestic violence and how to uh, empower women to believe in themselves, to stand up to that if they're battling through. Emmett, I I see you over there chomping at the bit. You got something to say, buddy?
0: Um, If you're in the middle of something, it's kind of an entire new thing. What's that? If you've got something like if you're still in that conversation, um, it's completely new. So if you have something, you can keep going.
1: Well, I'm done. It's your turn. Oh, that was so <laughs> yeah. polite, buddy. Well said, folks. <laughs> Did you hear that? It's like, go ahead, Dad. If you're if you want to finish that topic up, I've got something new for you. All right, buddy. Go ahead. Give us something new. The listener's probably excited to hear you over me anyway. <laughs>
0: um. Well, this Saturday, I'm getting a new belt. So oh yeah, it's exciting. Tomorrow, I really need to practice. I, um, but.
1: Haven't you been practicing?
0: Well, on. What do you mean on.
1: Well, on everything for your belt.
0: Well, yes.
1: I know you've been practicing, but I'm proud of you for saying, hey, I still need to practice some more. Because the only way to get better is to continue doing what?
0: Uh. What?
1: The only way to get better is uh to continue doing what? Your best. And. What did you say you need to do?
0: Your best.
1: I know. And practicing, right? <laughs> well,
0: yes. Oh,
1: yeah. That's a yeah. given. Oh, that was too easy, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah. So Emmett's getting a, uh, well, he's going to test for a new belt tomorrow. Nothing's a given. And how we do it there, we have the kiddos go through four preliminary testing processes where they were in stripes for successfully completing a step toward that next belt. And then we have the kind of the grand finale is a belt promotion <laughs> ceremony where they show off their techniques in front of a large large crowd overcome the fear overcome the challenges of people watching and go through and do their techniques break a board and get their new belt if they've done their absolute very best so i'm proud of you buddy eight years old and Thank you're you. moving right along here austin uh what uh <laughs> tongue-tied here i was thinking about Emmett's belt there so you've got a big thing coming up uh I was gonna say in a few months, but it's more than a few months away. It's May, but <laughs> we've started the planning and preparation for it now. What, what, what's going on then? I'm gonna test for my third degree black belt. Third degree black belt, and um, being uh, well, Austin being my son there, and his dad, me, being such a hard butt. <laughs> it's uh, it's been a few years since you tested, hasn't it? It oh lots, lots, lots of, lots years. of years. How many oh. lots of years has it been? Was it 2011 I, when you got second degree? I think it was so. Wow. So yeah, I know. Seven. Years. It will be seven be by seven. the by the time. Seven and the whole years. part behind that, uh, and I mentioned Austin. He 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 got his black belt when he was nine years old, and questionably that was probably a little young. But the fact is, he'd been training his butt off since he was three years old, and I don't know the organization we were with. Every time we'd go up there, I'm like, uh, it, it was just. I don't know, for the organization, it was the right thing to do, but still he was only nine years old, so that was still a little bit young. But I pushed him and pushed him to be his very best, and then he, at 11 years old, he fulfilled all the requirements again and became a second-degree black belt. But then now uh, we left that organization, and I kind of restructured a few things, and I wanted to make sure he was completely ready, completely worthy, maybe a strong word, but uh, I wanted to know that he's got it inside, that he can defend himself. And when people come and say, oh, yeah, you're – teenager in your third degree black belt yeah right i wanted him to know in his heart that he would earned it now he earned it at nine years old i mean he was far better than any nine ten eleven twelve year old some because he had the term termination and perseverance and battle to get it done but still at nine may have been a little young but that it, it, it is what it is he's done enough and paid more than enough of his dues to be ready here for uh third degree But that doesn't mean it's a given. He's going to have to work his butt off in preparation, and he's already started those preparations now. And I'm proud of you, buddy. Well, thank you. Absolutely not a given at all. Not a given. Work (laughs) hard. Work hard at everything we do. And, of course, the reward on working hard at everything you do, you feel it. You said it earlier in the show. You know. You know in your heart if you really earned it or not. And that's the only true test. You can get all the accolades in the world. You can get all the gifts, all the trophies, all the belts, everything in the world given to you. And after a while, you're making, oh, well, no big deal. But you'll always know inside if you've earned it. You'll always know inside if you've worked your butt off to, to really achieve that. And what's the thing I talk about all the time, Austin? Sooner or later, you pay the price, right? Sooner or later. Yes. What, what does uh, Bobby Boucher's mom say? She says she has the, the, a lot of money. Yeah, moms. she does. The chickens are coming to roost, Bobby Boucher. (laughs) That's not what I was going to say. I don't remember that. (laughs) You don't remember that one? Uh, That's just saying that everything's coming full circle. You guys remember that one? No. I remembered it. That's just not what I would have said for Bobby Boucher's mom. Uh, Well, give us your favorite Bobby Boucher line. Maybe Emmett. What's your favorite?
0: No. Um, He's on
1: the spot here now. He says them all the time, but now that he's on the spot, he's like, "Ah, ah. Go ahead, buddy. Give us one.
0: Um, I ain't letting my Bobby play no foosball. <laughs> as in football. <laughs> but oh my God.
1: Say it again, Emmett. That was awesome.
0: I'm not letting my Bobby play no foosball, as in football. Like, oh,
1: that was a good one, Emmett. I didn't know where you were going with it. That's a good one. Austin, you got a favorite one? Well, that was, that was what I was going uh, you, to say. Uh oh. You're 17. Come me. up with another one. Come up with another one. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Foosball. That's nice. That's <laughs> nice. Well, guess what? Emma? you say this to your mom all the time.
0: What do
1: I say? Mama's wrong again. <laughs> gosh, no gosh. Colonel Sanders. No Colonel Sanders. <laughs> You're wrong. All right. Long this side. show has derailed. Good stuff, everybody. Hopefully you like that. That's it. You know, laughter is a big part of living your best kick in life, right? We all enjoy mm-hmm. laughing. It's a, it's a good thing. And laughter releases a powerful chemical in the brain. Anybody? Bueller, Bueller. Anyone? Anyone? What? What? Does it start with an M? M. No, it doesn't start with an M. You're thinking about McDonald's. That doesn't release a powerful chemical. (laughs) That's not. Well, you guys may think so.
0: Uh,
1: uh, I don't think so. uh, But no. Um, There's actually four feel-good chemicals: endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, and oxytocin. Wow, that just blew your minds, didn't it? Anyway, they flush out a, a really horrible chemical which is a necessity. You need this chemical. It's the fight-or-flight chemical, but it's also the stress chemical, and that's cortisol. Cortisol is when you're all stressed out, and that's something we talked about during the assemblies. When uh, kids say mean things, do mean things to others, what happens is it hurts your mind, it hurts your heart, and it hurts your stomach. Your stomach gets all knotted up because you've got that cortisol flushing through your body, that stress chemical. When you're stressed out, uh, everything else shuts down. Your digestive system shuts down. Your immune system shuts down. Your stomach's not feeling good. But a good old laughter, somebody making you feel good, that flushes all those things out. And, Emma, what did we talk about about having a stomach ache? Does anybody enjoy having a stomach ache? No. No, that shuts you down. But, of course, I had said something funny. I said, all oh, right, kids, you know, everybody loves when their stomach aches, right? And they're like, what the heck's this guy talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny.
1: That, was that pretty funny, buddy? Well, the yesterday
0: look- it was more since I wasn't expecting it.
1: Yeah. Was that a right hook of reality for you?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Awesome, awesome. And that's kind of what the crowd had. We're going, yeah, I feel great. I feel awesome. I feel great. You're terrific. You're awesome. I believe in me. And I love it when my stomach hurts. And they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So that was a quick change there. But no, laughter is a huge part, as we know. And, you know, what we talk about on the show all the time, and that's kind of the whole message. I mean, gosh darn, that's the name of the show, right? Kick in life, to live your best kick in life. And that has really nothing to do with martial arts. It has to do with a swift kick in the butt. So if you want to relate martial arts to that, but... Kick your butt when you've you're not been knocked down. Life is going to knock you down. Get yourself back up. Battle through. Believe in yourself and do your best. Holy cow! We covered a lot, guys. Got your success with dodgeball, which is awesome. Emmett, right. darn tootin'. Emmett got his uh, uh, archery
0: uh, archery
1: archery thing. He won first place. What else did Emmett? He's getting his. Uh, he's going to work hard to get his new belt tomorrow. at Belt promotion I ceremony.
0: Explain what the differences are if you want me to.
1: What's the differences, the- buddy?
0: The belt I have now, it's a green belt. Well, just plain green. Okay. The belt I'm going for is green on the outside, but then, like, just in the middle, it's white. Then after that, it's green and black.
1: Nice. And then after that, what is it? Red belt. Whoa.
0: Then it keeps going, like, red with white, red, like that. Then after that, all that, you get your, well, black belt, also known as Dawn.
1: Yeah. We got a little ways to go on that, but I'm very proud of you, buddy. You notice how and said, I'm going toward it, working toward it, instead of saying, I'm getting it. That's that mindset we kind of conditioned since he was born. You got to work toward everything, nothing's given to you in life. And that kind of gets back to the trophy thing we were talking about earlier. You got to work your butt off because sooner or later, as uh, Mrs. Bobby Boucher says, the chickens are coming to roost, Bobby. You'll, you'll pay the price on that. And that means, you know, if you're constantly given something, handed something you haven't earned, well, you're going to develop that mindset that I can get it without putting forth effort, and then that right hook of reality, life's going to jump in and flatten you, and that's unfortunate because a lot of kids nowadays that are kind of grown up with that, everybody gets a trophy mindset, are getting hammered with that. They're finding out that, you know, when they get out of school, not everybody gets a job. They get out of school, not everybody gets a degree. They get out of school, they find out that, wow, if I don't show up for work, then I get fired and I don't make any money. It's it's, it's, it's a reality that's right there. So that's why we're working so hard to instill that. Now, that doesn't mean we're... Super rough and tough on the kids, but it is that they have to earn it. We set them up for success, and I think that's different than a lot of so it's not one extreme or the other. We're doing everything we can to give them the tools for success to help them believe in themselves, and that's the same for adults, too. You're never too old. You're never too young to develop or to change the mindset that you have, but you have to be the one to make that change, and you have to realize that i got to work hard for this, and when I do, that feeling of elation, that, oh, yes, I earned this thing, man, That is irreplaceable. Like Emmett, when you battle through and the boards don't break the first time and you're determined, I'm going to get through this thing. I'm going to battle through this thing. And you're able to finally do it. How great a feeling is that?
0: It's great. It (laughs) kind of makes it great that you didn't do it the first time. So like that you can keep battling through. And it feels more great because you didn't do it the first time. You may start feeling ugh, but you battle through and you just <laughs> get through it and then it makes it better.
1: Emmett, you're the awesome. We're, we're smiling big time here in the studio because we're talking about, as an eight-year-old folks, an eight-year-old talking about yeah. battling through. And of course, I never like to see any of the kids not succeed on their first attempt, but when it happens, and and I tell you, uh, I'll mention to the kids, hey, do you think Master Grogan's... Uh, Ever, ever not failed? Ever, does that make sense? <laughs> you think Master Grogan's never had an unsuccessful attempt, not failed at breaking something? And like, oh, I said I have failed more times. I guess once again, I guess I haven't failed because I never gave up. But I've had more unsuccessful attempts than most kids combined have ever even tried. And that's kind of what's the old story: a master has failed more times than a uh, uh, a beginner student or an average student has even attempted.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so it keeps going on. But that's how you learn to persevere and battle through and not give up. And uh, after, you know, back to the board breaking, just like life, when it knocks you down, it's much easier to just say, you know what, Uh, I'm giving up. This is just too tough for me. That would be easy to do, but you never get that reward. So the same thing in life, when life is smacking you around, kicking you around, beating you down, as it does. I'm a realist here. You know, not all sunshine and rainbows. I choose to be positive. I choose to look and search for positive motivation to continue being positive. But there are days that I'm dragging butt, too. I'm a human being. I'm not a robot. But I choose, 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 choose what I put in my mind and what I tend to focus on. So when life does knock me down, I know it's coming. Well, I don't know when exactly it's coming, but I know it's going to happen. I choose to get my butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the kicking Life show here. So as a reminder, if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, Make sure you download. We have all kinds of great special guests talking about the same thing we talk about here, just in their own words, about success, battling through, not giving up. And it's their story. Everybody has a story. I posted something on my, as we're wrapping things up here on my page today, there's over 7.6 billion people in the world today. 7.6 billion. What do you think of that, Emmett?
0: Um, um, Probably not exactly, but (laughs) since (laughs) more people come from...
1: Each day. Yeah, more people born each day. Thank you, Emmett. Uh,
0: But I guess that's a good estimate.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, that's what (laughs) – wow. I just got smacked around on my own show by my (laughs) 8-year-old. Looks like we're going to have to go back to the studio there and duke it out. Really? Really. It's on like Donkey Kong. No. Yeah, I mean, that's an estimate, 7.6 billion, because we have people born every day and people die every day. Actually, i had done a little research on that. Uh, Let me look it up here. And it was, on average, the population adds 200,000 people a day. Holy cow. Wow. 7.6 billion people in the world, 200,000 people added to our population daily, and that is newborns minus deaths. So that's I was uh, gonna ask. that wow. was the research done there. Unbelievable. So thanks, Emmett. You kind of hung me out to dry there, buddy, but... I had the notes on it, man, so you're going Uh, down.
0: You're
1: welcome. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, I guess you're welcome. Anyway, my post was back to that now. Squirrel, right? We're all over the place. 7.6 billion people in the world, but only one of you. You are one and only. Don't be average. Be the best you can be. That one in 7.6 billion. Anyway, I'll leave you with that parting note there. As a reminder, you can subscribe to our podcast with uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from iTunes, don't forget iTunes, that's probably the most popular subscription, and continue to add, share this message, share this podcast with others to help inspire and empower them to believe in themselves, to help them live their best kick in lives, and as always, I am so very, very, very grateful for your time, that's why I continue to do as much research as I can, to give you the best content, because I know how sacred and valuable time is. Emmett, Austin, you got any last closing remarks for our listeners there? Um,
0: Austin, awesome, you.
2: like you were saying, uh, don't be average, you know, uh, words from the great Bon Jovi, we weren't born to follow. We were not born to follow, so.
1: Whoa! Just drop some Bon Jovi in there. Emmett likes a little Bon Jovi too, don't you, buddy? Yep. (laughs) Raise them right, folks. Bon Jovi. Emmett, you want to list off in our closing remarks? You told me uh, yesterday what your favorite bands were.
0: Do you want me to?
1: Yeah, tell us.
0: Well, that was a few days ago, but... Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, Motley Crue, Bon Jovi, ACDC, and Kiss.
1: <laughs> I'm wearing a Kiss t-shirt right now, everybody. Just so you know. <laughs> all right, all you 80s fans, there we go. Boy, hopefully I went up a few notches in your book there, all our friends from the 80s. Long live the 80s. And then Emmett also and Austin, oh, they wow. love country music too, so it's a yes. little bit of a twist there. You got one more thing, buddy? Um,
0: yes. Wait, I don't...
1: Brain I Freeze? Okay, yeah. maybe I'll come back to you. Okay. Austin's first concert he went to was actually Kiss and Motley Crue, and uh, after all those years, he's finally grown into the T-shirts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was the best. That was so cool. Awesome sauce. Emma, any closing remarks for our listeners?
0: Uh, well, I think – oh, yeah. The thing I was going to just remind to just help you with the day was, remember, if you, if you get kicked down – Make sure you get up and keep going until you do it. So just do it if you get nervous.
1: Just do it. Nice. Emmett started off talking about just do it, and that's how he overcame his fears, and now he's leaving those closing remarks with you listeners. Awesome job, little buddy. Thank did you me. have fun time on the show?
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: did you want to be on the show this morning?
0: Um, No, but I did
1: <laughs> <laughs> But he did it. He overcame his fears, and I'm very proud of you, buddy. Excellent, okay. excellent job. It's tough being in here mm. in a um, the studio and – uh, I don't know, just this room kind of by ourselves here, talking into a microphone, but you did an excellent, excellent job. I'm proud of you, buddy.
0: Mm-hmm. You. Well, that's also kind of an example of what I was just talking about, so.
1: That is. Listen to that, folks. Words of wisdom from an 8-year-old. Austin, any closing remarks? Thank you, everybody. Have
2: a great rest of your day. <laughs> hope we uh, started off your day with a motivation or ended your day <laughs> or <laughs> middle. your day.
0: The what?
1: Somehow, some way, right? We just made it better, hopefully. There we go. Awesome job, Austin. Uh, Good stuff. Oh, you're not done yet, Emmett? Last thing?
0: I'm done. Well, (laughs) no, I'm done.
1: (laughs) Wow. Does he sound like his father or what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, everyone. Well, Emmett, Austin, thank you very much, guys. I really, really appreciate you spending time with me. That means the world to me to get to spend time with my boys. And uh, Madeline will be on a future podcast right now. She's at... uh, was she getting her nails done for homecoming I, or something? I don't yes, know. Yes, I think She's she
0: is. Getting.
1: She's getting her nails done for homecoming? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my 14-year-old. She's right in the middle of these two knuckleheads. But, uh, I, you know, they're tough. But I'm almost thinking Madeline because they, they bounce her around, smack her around a little bit, kind of like uh, badminton. Poor Madeline is the, the one in the middle there, right? Ping pong? <laughs> um, okay. Yes. <laughs> Craziness. Go we that. have derailed here. Well, folks, as always, thank you so very much for taking the time to tune in. As I mentioned, please share this with others. And I, I know how valuable your time is. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so very much for tuning in. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. God mm-hmm. bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. See you,
1: everybody.
0: Bye, everybody. I'll see you in a few weeks. I, I Maybe. <laughs>